I learned something unbelievable from Home Sweet Home. It was an experiment. We had, let's say, out of 100% of the kids, about 95% of the kids left the program from. From. Totally from. About 5% or 4%, something like that, didn't. They weren't haters. They weren't against us. They're, they wish they could be from, but they weren't from. Years later, I put together, why? Is it just random? Is it the nature of these kids? Or these kids were very deep or intellectual or atheist. Many, many, many of them who came were anti, were atheists. We had one who shmad, he was Christian. We had all kinds. Why, why this group? Did they not make it back? You know what, you know what the answer is? All the other kids had families waiting for them. And these kids didn't. These were kids that each one of them did not have a family to go home to for whatever reason. They did not become from. These kids did. So what does that mean? That means that they were in a program which had no Yiddishkeit. I had no Shachros Minchamarev. I had, we just, it was a hashpa, and we just had fun with them, and they had jobs, and we took care of them, and we gave them good food. And they ended up being all Shemitah Mitzvahs, and these not. Now that wasn't a last minute thing. It wasn't that they all became from, but the last day, these guys who didn't have anywhere to go changed their minds. It means that this was dripping in from the beginning. It means that these kids who knew that, that, that I have a home to go to and a life and, and support and parents who love me and who will accept me and care for me, that means that they allowed the hashpa, the influence to drip in at the earliest stages when these guys who didn't have a place to land couldn't accept that. They were rejecting that the whole time. So at the end of the year, these guys were, we're talking about, when we made Home Sweet Home graduations, we, we graduated three guys, four guys, five guys. We had four to five hundred people in the community who came to the graduation. I have pictures. One of them, one of the graduations was in the Chaim Berlin um, uh, basement, the, the, the room was beautiful room, had a three-tier dais. We had three tiers, like on a good convention, for oh, it was three or four boys who got up there and with hats and jackets. And we're not a program that had anything to do with Yiddishkeit. There was no shachos minchamarev, there was no put on tefillin, there was no pressure, there was nothing. Why would they put on hats and jackets? They wanted to look like us like the volunteers, and they put their lives back together. And until, you know, and, until today, they built lives, Shemitah Mitzvahs. I have grandchildren from them. It's unbelievable. So what happened to these kids? They didn't have homes that would accept them. And therefore the program didn't work, which means it didn't work the whole time. There was a resistance in the inside. To, to want to accept the influence that maybe changed my mind. No, no, no. Each time it didn't work. So they're wonderful people. They're mentioned. They're hardworking. They're sweet. They're, they're compassionate. They're pro Yiddishkeit, but they're not from. And that's when I realized the power of a mommy and a daddy. Without mommy and daddy, no matter what program, no matter how good it is, 
We were 100% successful. You understand? You understand? Everybody's talking about kids at risk, kids at risk. 20 years ago, I opened a program by accident, an experiment, without any training. It was 100% successful. Not one suicide. No kids went back to drugs. No kids are in jail. 100% success with these at-risk kids. And I took pretty rough kids. And on top of that, within a year, almost all of them, Shemitah mitzis. So it's 100% successful if you have a mommy and a daddy. Without mom and dad healthy and, and, and opening their arms and their hearts and waiting for you at the end of the road, it didn't work. That's the power of a mommy and a daddy. No matter what therapist you're going to go to, you can put your kid in the best program in the world. Home sweet home, I'm telling you. Look at the data. We were the best program in the world. I don't know why after I closed, why nobody else opened it. It, it's the, the most successful program for kids who are struggling with alcohol abuse, gambling, uh, sexual problems, um, kids who were gay. We had a lot of issues, um, drugs up to cocaine. Their clean date is the date that they moved into Home Sweet Home. Their clean date. They smoked up like, you know, Ki'ilu, almost like walking up the steps. You know, their last thing. Weed, but there was also party drugs, ecstasy, shrooms, not heroin. In those days, heroin wasn't around so much. It wasn't a battle. But even up to cocaine. And none of them are drug addicts. Not one of them overdosed. That's 100% successful. And yet, if you don't have parents, you can't make it all the way back. They, they are successful in all the other categories. Thank God, and that's wonderful. And that's all I ever wanted. I never expected any of them to become from. I'm not our Sameach, Torah, Chabad, or whatever. I'm just a, a dude. I'm just a guy. I thought that one day some guy in a motorcycle gang is going to say, hey, I remember you. You gave me a meal. I didn't expect it to work, this whole experiment, that we're going to be super nice to them and build them up and believe in them, and they're going to be hardworking individuals who keep jobs and are are not hurting society and upstanding members of society. I never expected it to work, but it did. With a mom and a dad. So you have to make sure that your heart is open. I realize that all the hugs that we gave these kids, from me, the, the Shabbos hosts, the families that were involved, that, well, there were hundreds, there was like a hundred people, all the volunteers. I'm telling you, we made a graduation. I'll show you the video afterwards. I have pictures over there. You know what it is for like between four and five hundred people to come and we were running late on a Matzah Shabbos. It was at one o'clock in the morning. And the place was packed. There were about a hundred people standing to give a round of applause for these kids who a year ago were nothings, nobodies, weirdos, dressed crazy, ponytails, funny color hats, not able to hold down a job, no money. They left with savings between ten and twenty thousand dollars in savings. And 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 Yisrael, we were there to support them and to give them a standing ovation. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe how many people came, how many Rabbanim came. We were about 30 Rabbanim that were there. It was unbelievable, Maimed, to show what a, what a neshama is, how much we appreciate every neshama. We need a mommy and a daddy. Otherwise, you could send them to Utah, to boot camps. I always say they don't need Utah. They need Utah and you, Ma. That's what we do, Yuma and Utah. And then we see miracles. And I, I just want to say it again because they're here. 
So for the people on the video, you don't see them, but they're here testifying that this is true. Nine months ago, she was in a, eating, a, a, a clinic of, for eating disorders, was not talking to you, was suicidal, threatening suicide, really super duper messed up. She's now home, calm, great friends with mom and dad. You're doing everything in the world for her, and she's not in that same matzav ruach anymore. Mommy and daddy is the answer for everything, for everything. And if even if they're going to need a clinic or this or that, even though most of our kids get better without it, even with the eating disorders and even with the other stuff and the bipolar and stuff, how many of our kids get better and get off drugs without anything? Most. But even if they're going to need something, without mom and dad, those places don't have good success rates. But with a mom and a dad, you could be zaycha that your kid should be from the small percentage that is successful. I just had, just this week, I got a parent that called me up. We have a crisis. Where should we send our daughter? I said, I'm sorry, I don't give advice to anybody that's not under my care. We understand that. But it's not about us parents. It's about our daughter. She needs a rehab. Most of our kids from the 500 plus families who needed rehabs, most of those kids who needed rehabs got clean without rehabs. So I'm not so sure that that kid needs a rehab. Maybe yes, maybe not. Most of our kids get off medicine without trauma centers and hospitals and psych wards. And not because I say don't send, I say do whatever they tell you in the medical world. Follow them. But in the meantime, let's do our job. When we do our job and we're doing our, our building the relationship calms them down and then they're, they're happy to go with us. And then we go and we do fun things and you take this kid and for this amount of money that you're putting into her in this program, if you would put it into your relationship and go to all the fun in the world, I am sure that science is going to explain it, but we see it as a reality. Sure, you boost someone with tons of fun and trips with mom and dad who love you and embrace you and support you without judgment. Of course you're going to get mentally better. And they're going to call it, well, they redid the neural pathways of the brain, get reset, because now they're learning that when you think always negative, your mind ends up being forced to think negative because you build neural pathways like you build a highway. And your thoughts go there. And if you tracked good, right? If you think happy, then you build neuro, neuro pathways. We are building neuro pathways, super highways of kids who are depressed and down and traumatized and victimized with broken self-esteem, which is the root cause of all of our problems, right? And we're building new super highways of life is good, basking in the glow of, of, a, of a sun or a hike or skiing or different countries, whatever we're doing. And life is good. And they can post stuff on, on all of their stuff, Nebuch, that they need to post of themselves having a great life. And it's with mommy and daddy. They feel wholesome. Because when they go with their bad friends, they feel yucky and most things don't end up working out. But when they go with mom and dad, things actually end up working out and you have a grand old time. So what you're doing, what you're doing is allowing those programs out there that want to save your kids, you, you're allowing them to, to be successful with your kids. You're upping the ante. You're upping the chance that your kid will be from those small percentage, unfortunately, that will be successful because they have a mother and a father. 
I'll end with what I love saying the story when a father came to me a week after training and he said, Avi, I gave my daughter an iPhone. And I said, no, you gave your daughter a daddy. People say, oh, you can never say no. We have a job to do. We have a job to do all that stuff. Review what I just said. That we have to accomplish. That your nafshay should be kshura benafshay. That you should feel this should be. Don't let anything get in the way. Right now you're going to pick a fight. You're going to argue. You're going to give control and boundaries. You're never going to get this magnet to work. Because every single piece of this is blocking them. You have a magnet. You're a magnet. That when you go like that, your kid wants to hug you and... No padding, no smushing, right? Just embrace them. They're hurting. And you're going to ruin that magnet because you're arguing. So we give in to whatever they want because temporarily we need to because we have a, a real mission. And then the world looking in says, oh, this is crazy. You just buy them trafe and buy them. And no, we, we have to get the nafshik shuba nafshik. We have to do CPR. And the only way that can happen is if you connect. So you're sitting here in a room. You're only here a few months. Okay, You look at people here nine months. You look at people here a year or two or three. They're angels. Grab onto them and say, how did you do it? Because they all did it. Many, most people here, they, their nafshay kshur, benafshay, their NKN was zero, 10, 20, week, week. And even those who thought, oh, we get along, that's not NKN. NKN is... It's passionate love. We mamas love each other. Like a parent is supposed to love their child. Real closeness. We have a big tzaddik. He always sits over there. He was here last night. Rishkel. Very smart man. It was Shabbos afternoon. He told his wife, something's wrong with our son. Their son was in California. And he was in Borough Park. But he, he felt that something's wrong with his son. That's nafshek shur, benafshek, karav l'nevuah. And kamayim hapanim l'panim, kein lev ha'adam la'adam. So you have to work on yourself to say, why does my kid not think that I am crazy about him or her? Oh, because she's not sneeze. You got to work around that. Oh, because my I, I'm still suffering from the Holocaust and I don't know how to hug and I don't know how to shower with compliments. That's your deficiency. This is your wake-up call. You got to fix that. But when you are magnets, then good things happen. And that's why the woman next to you, who's a black belt, set a five-degree black belt, can handle five kips. You know why? Because if you're changing the way you deal with somebody else, then dealing with two people is double the work. Three people is triple the work. But if you're changing yourself, and you, you're becoming a timid varied, and you're becoming just kind, compassionate, non-judgmental, that your first attitude is loving and understanding, and havidanus kala adam lakavschos, and tolerant, and all of that, then you can, you can handle 10 kips. Time-wise, it's hard, it's stressful, each one. But as far as the attitude, she changed herself. That's our job, and that's our mission, and that's what saves lives.